More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. It is the Ben Ferguson Show. It is so nice to have you with us this morning. Want to get you updated on the latest breaking news, and that is the fact that there was a car that smashed into the president of the United States of America's motorcade, leaving the president stunned as he was walking out to that motorcade. President Joe Biden was safe on late Sunday evening after a car collided with a motorcade SUV that was part of the president's security detail. Biden and the First Lady had just left his campaign headquarters when the collision occurred. Joe Biden was also safe following the incident, witnesses confirmed. The Bidens had emerged from the Biden-Harris 2024 headquarters in rainy downtown Wilmington, Delaware, around 8 o'clock after having a meal with members of his re-election team at the time of the incident. That according to the White House press pool reports. Moments after, Biden Biden responded to a question from a reporter... A silver sedan with Delaware license plates hit what seemed to be a motorcade SUV shielding the motorcade at the intersection across the entrance of the campaign headquarters. The television footage showed Secret Service agents escorting Biden to his car after that impact. The silver sedan, which sustained damage to its bumper, was quickly surrounded by security officers after it stopped. Agents concerned the car... Uh, could be, you know, obviously used for nefarious reasons, cornered the occupant and pulled weapons on the driver who held his hands up. The Bidens returned safely to their home in Wilmington following the incident, and that is the latest that we know. We do not know if there was a motive. We do not know if this was a actual just accident that took place. We don't know if this was targeted But this is the latest that we have at this moment, and I wanted to let you know that. I also want to say this. I am so thankful that our president of the United States of America is safe. Uh, This is something we should all be glad that he is safe because you never know what people may be trying to do. I want to get you updated on that just so you know as this car, again, plowed into the park SUV in Biden's motorcade in his detail. This is incredibly important. 
Now, let's deal with some of the other big news of the day. Republican senators are stiff-arming Democratic push for a, quote, border deal, which could include amnesty. Republican senators are standing firm as a rush by Democrats and the White House officials to get a, quote, immigration deal rushed through Congress this week. Rushed in secret negotiations with Democrats who want an open border and who caused the current crisis will not secure the border. That is what a new letter from 15 GOP senators to uh, Senator John Barrasso, a Republican from Wyoming who is deputy to the GOP leader, Senator Mitch McConnell. The letter states this, quote, the American public deserves an open and transparent process, which cannot occur until the House returns the week of January the 8th. Accordingly, we request this conference be held the week of January the 8th, but not before. The letter was signed by a wide range of senators, including Senator J.D. Vance, Senator Josh Hawley, Senator Marco Rubio, and Senator Lindsey Graham, who launched the 2013 Gang of Eight Amnesty push. The letter is aimed at Senator Mitch McConnell, who is overseeing the border negotiations. The letter, bad news for the White House, because President Joe Biden needs a, quote, quick deal to minimize the visibility of the migration flood throughout the 2024 election. Biden's election problem is that the his Cuban-born pro-migration border chief, Alejandro Mayorkas, has created an out-of-control border flood in a campaign year. On Sunday, for example, Biden's deputies closed legal routes across the border to rein in the border. That's what they claim. They reassigned the border officers to the mission of registering and releasing Biden's flood of illegal immigrants. So let me just break that down a little bit more for you so you understand this. Biden's deputies said, all right, we got to close these legal routes that we have across the border. We need those border officers. We need them to go and then register all the illegals that are coming across illegally. And then we need to get them to quickly register them to then release them into the United States of America before they start stacking up at the border. What's even more shocking than that is this. More than 10,000 illegal migrants are flooding across the border now, we're being told, each day on Average, some days are more than 10,000. Just think about 10,000 people at a concert, 10,000 people at a football stadium, 10,000 people at an NBA game or a college basketball game. 10,000 illegal immigrants are flooding across the southern border each day. Now, in addition to thousands, 10,000 a day on average, who sneak over the border or fly into airports alongside thousands of legal immigrants and temporary workers, that adds up to 3 million more illegal migrants before Election Day. And many are already on their way to the border. So if we keep the border crisis the way that it is now, nothing has changed and nothing is fixed. Between now and Election Day, 3 million more illegal immigrants People who are breaking into this country, three million of them, three million 
will come into the United States of America before Election Day. It's also changing our economy. Let me explain what I mean by that. The, quote, eager-to-work migrants, that's the White House, how they describe them, are traveling to cities around the country, often without any resources or the ability to speak English. Their numbers are so great that cities have burned through their 2023 federal cash that is intended to quietly distribute, house, and feed the illegal immigrants coming from the Biden administration. The visible now flood is breaking support, breaking public support, not just from Republicans, obviously, but for Democratic politicians, for migration in general, and for Biden's re-election chances. For example, a mid-December poll is out. Over a 1,000 registered voters. It showed that 46% of voters who earn less than $50,000 say legal immigration hurts the country more than it helps them. So what does that mean? A lot of liberal voters are realizing now that 3 million more illegal immigrants coming in and competing against them for work is not a good thing. Shocker for their future. Now, Biden's far-left base also has a problem because they have said they don't want to stop the inflow of illegal immigrants. They're fine with 3 million illegal immigrants coming in between now and Election Day on top of the 20 million plus that are already here. They also are frustrated because they don't want this to be used as a campaign issue to hurt the Biden administration because this is all about remaking this country. Now, if you adopted President Donald Trump's border policies, this would stop. The far left base has been convinced that mass migration is, quote, America's noble gift to the world's poor. So it strongly opposes any significant curbs on migration, which is exactly why Joe Biden has Mayorkas in charge, a man that is not following the laws of the land. You put all this together, and what this means, simply put, is you've got a president of the United States of America. You have a president of the United States of America that is purposely trying to change this country by breaking the laws. And that is now finally starting to backfire. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson. 
PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code Ferguson. Join me and make the switch today and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Democrats went on TV over the weekend trying to convince the American people and some of these amnesty individuals like Lindsey Graham, for example, went on TV to try to convince the American people that you've got to do this and you have to do it right now. Okay, you, like you've got to do it right now. Let me let you hear what, for example, Representative Dingle had to say, and this is the Democratic mantra right now, on immigration reform and, and and why we should be doing things. And some of what she said was really weird. She went all the way back to 9-11 and what happened under George Bush. Um, and this is a Democrat representative, Debbie Dingell. Listen carefully to what she said. And think about this. If you're the Biden administration, what your response to this must be. Let's talk about the negotiations over the supplemental. I just talked about them with Senator Lindsey Graham. Obviously, Republicans proposing some tough new measures at the border that would limit asylum, would limit parole, things that progressives say just are too extreme. Would you vote for legislation that included some of those tough new measures? I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to vote for until I see exactly what's there. We have needed comprehensive immigration reform in this country for decades. And because it's so hard and it's so emotionally charged, we never get it done. We don't get it done under Republican presidents. We don't get it done under Democratic presidents. And I will remind 
people watching and my dear friend Lindsey Graham, 9-11 happened under George Bush. People came into this country. It is our national security is something that we need to worry about every single day. And I share Lindsey Graham's worry about our national security. I've had family members that have died from fentanyl. The president has been trying to get more border, more custom and border patrol, more law enforcement orders. We need to do something on immigration, but we need to do it in a right way that keeps compassion there, but protects our national security. So let me see what comes out of this, and then I'll tell you what I'm going to vote on. So you have a Democrat there that's trying to act like she's a conservative. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to vote for until I see exactly what's there. Well, that's new for Democrats. They love to vote for bills. They don't know what's in it until after you vote for it. Isn't that interesting how that's changed now? We have changed. Comp- we have needed comprehensive immigration reform in this country for decades. And because it's so hard and it's so mostly charged, we never get it done. We don't get it done under Republican presidents. We don't get it done under Democratic presidents. And I will remind people watching uh, And my dear friend, Lindsey Graham, quote, this is a Democrat acting like they want to be strong on border security because of what happened on 9-11. 9-11 happened under George Bush. So that's a shot at Republicans. People came into this country. It is our national security of something that we need to worry about every single day. And I share those worries. Now, if that was true, then Democrats wouldn't be allowing a wide open border where 10,000 are coming across every day. So so don't be bamboozled by the Democrats all of a sudden new talking points when they're trying to give out amnesty. Don't don't be bamboozled by that, okay? Listen to Lindsey Graham and what Lindsey Graham had to say on Meet the Press, the same show, after this Democrat who's in favor of open borders comes out and is like, well, we need to, we got to have a plan and secure the border here because otherwise 9-11 is going to happen all over again, which, by the way, there's a very good chance that there could be a 9-11 that happens because of our open southern border. I'm not saying that to fear monger. I'm saying that based on the fact that we have dozens and dozens of people that have been caught, most importantly, have been caught, okay, who have been caught, who are on the terrorist watch list. That we know for sure. So when you think about that, that there are people that have been caught, They're on the terrorist watch list, not like five or six. We're talking about dozens and dozens and dozens. And for the Democrats to now act like they care about border security is laughable. It's a joke. It's a eye-rolling, give-me-a-break moment. But this is how they're trying to sell it to you now and, quote, get it done. Right? This is the way that they think, okay, we can push this through and we'll figure out a way to try to make this happen. We'll tell you that it's a national security issue, so if Republicans don't go for an amnesty deal that they claim gives you national security, that then you will blame the Republicans for not doing it. That's all they're doing here. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
when I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. It would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Law and order is being held hostage by chaos and anarchy. And this is all by design by the Democratic Party and many Republican rhinos who are in favor of amnesty. And what Democrats and what the Biden administration is now saying, and it's it's very, very, very clear that they're this is what they're saying. This is what they're advocating for. This is what they want. This is what they're doing. This is this is the ballgame is what they're advocating for now. And what they're saying now is 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 actually very simple. We're going to hold America hostage. And every day that you guys wait to give us what we want. OK, 10,000 people are going to come across the southern border. And we're not going to stop until you give us what we demand, which is amnesty for the people who have come across the border illegally. You're going to give them amnesty. And there's no way that you can stop us because we have completely broken the border. And when we break the border, the only way we'll fix it is if we give you this is, again, being held hostage like this is just what being held hostage sounds like. This is what being held hostage looks like. And they're betting now that the influx of illegal immigrants is just so great that you will have, okay, you, 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 will, you will absolutely have to finally bow down and agree, all right, fine, we agree, 
to giving you guys whatever the hell you want just to give us our country back. Now, listen to Lindsey Graham talking about these negotiations working on a border deal. He says we're working on it. Now, he said there's nowhere close to resolution, but listen to his terms, his words, and the way he's describing it. <laughs> Let's start with the border sure. negotiations. Okay. There is so much focus on that. You have been right. so focused on that. Can you bring us up to speed? What's the very latest? Do you think there's going to be a deal before the new year? Uh, No, I think uh, this will go into next year. I've been talking to the people at the table. Um, The White House got engaged five days ago. They sent over a supplemental with border security provisions that did nothing to change policy. We've been talking to them since September. Five days ago, they finally sat at this table. Sarah Lankford's doing a good job. Uh, The bottom line here is... Uh, we feel like we're being jammed. We're not anywhere close to a deal. It'll go into next year. And let me tell you why it's important to get a good border security deal. What Congressman Castro said was pretty offensive. According to the FBI director last week, he's never seen more, more threats to the homeland than he does today. Wherever he looks, he sees blinking lights. The border has been obliterated since January 21 to now. Uh, we've had 6 million people come to date. There are 3.6 million on schedule to come this year along. The policy choices of the Biden administration has made the border a dangerous place to come to. America is under threat, according to the FBI director, since October the 7th. Uh, jihadist groups want to attack us because we're helping Israel. I've never been more worried about a 9-11 than I am right now, and our border has been obliterated. And we're not going to give in on some uh, Band-Aid fix. He describes it as a Band-Aid fix. He says, I'm not going to give in to this anarchy, and I'm not going to give in to something that's not going to work. Right Now, that's, that's great. I hope he stands firm on that. You notice that everybody seems to be talking about the prospect of 9-11. Representative Dingell, Democrat, Board Security. I will remind people 9-11 happened under George Bush, right? People came into this country. Then you go to Gonzalez, um, and, and let me let me hear what let me let you hear what Gonzalez had to say about this issue on Face the Nation. Listen, we know from some of the negotiators who've been out this morning that they don't think one is within reach right now. But CBS is reporting the White House says that it's willing to accept drastic limits on asylum. That's raising the credible fear standard, as you know and a vast expansion of detention and deportation efforts as part of this deal. Um, Are you supportive of what you've heard is in this proposal? I think it's a good start. I think uh, the devil's in the details. When you start talking about deportation flights, I I think, you know, are you talking about one flight? Are you talking about 20 flights? Are you talking about uh, deportating only from along the border? Are we talking in the interior as well? The credible fear standard, I think that's an area that that most people agree that we need to raise, and I think that's one. But are we going to add border patrol agents? If so, how many border patrol agents? And then the Senate is much different than the House. The Senate is going to have its battle getting to 60 votes the house is going to have its battle getting to 218 and we can do that but i think there's going to have to we have to sweeten the deal and part of that is we have to get to the root of the issue the root of the issue is labeling cartels as terrorist organizations and the other piece is holding these smugglers accountable that cause damage and kill americans those are all a couple things that i could help that i that i believe can help get the house to 218 votes well 
of the deal that we know is being negotiated right now, I, I haven't heard that a terrorist designation of cartels is in it. Are, are you saying it is being talked about right now? I'm saying I'm saying the deal between the Senate and and the White House is going to be much different than the House and the overall package. That's what you would want and, to add and to part it. Part of that is coming to the realization that the part of that is coming to the realization that there's going to be to have there's going to have to be some different things in there. And part of that is labeling cartels as terrorist organizations it will help get the House to 218 votes. I'd also say too, if the White House is serious about this, the White House they shouldn't be sending a secretary secretary. Secretary Mayorkas to the negotiating table. Where's the president or where's the vice president? These are some areas that I think could increase the level of, uh, of getting to a real deal. You notice all of this now is being done with the under the disguise of <laughs> urgency, right? Everybody wants to hurry up and ram this through. So here's your negotiation in recap. 9-11 is going to happen. You guys have got to make this deal done. Three million people are going to come across the border illegally. Okay, three million people between now and Election Day, so you have to get this done now. If you don't get it done, you might be responsible for another 9-11. Now, this is why we've had a wide-open southern border since the day Joe Biden became president and undid everything that Donald Trump was doing. And then they're saying, well, we're willing to give you this deal now. You've just got to give us amnesty for the millions and millions that are here. Now, if you do that, you're rewarding this bad behavior with no inclination that they won't hold you hostage and do this again. It, it, unless you actually secure the southern border, there's no reason to do what they're describing and what they're talking about right now. There's no reason to have this conversation. Because if you do have this conversation... And you do this deal, they'll they might give you a reprieve for for through now through election day. That's probably a better way of putting it, right? They they really might. They might give you a reprieve from now through election day. What they will not do, and and this is probably the most important part. What they will not do is then actually fix the problem. If Joe Biden was to win re-election or whichever Democrat they decide to put out there, okay, and that's a that's a real conversation that we should have. That's a that's a a very 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 real we, real conversation that we should have. They're going to go right back to these same policies because then they know that they can keep importing illegal immigrants. I, I want to say one other thing, and I've said this before, so but it's an important point that needs to be made. I'm going to say it again here. The reason why Democrats love the onslaught of illegal immigrants, which are hurting the American worker right now, it's undermining the American worker financially now. It's undermining the American family and the young and small business people and the people that are struggling because you're now having to compete with millions and millions and millions of other homeowners who are illegal immigrants driving the prices of homes up. You're having to compete with them for jobs and work. You're having to compete with them if you have a small business. It's unsustainable what we're happening right now, but you need to understand the real reason why. And the main reason, the real reason why they like these illegals coming is because many of them are coming from countries where they're not afraid of socialism and communism. They're not an, afraid of dictators and tyrants. They've been conditioned and grown up under these government organizations. So, Coming into America, liberalism looks conservative to them. 
The idea of people consolidating power, the idea of the government taking care of you, the idea of the government doing everything for you, they're, they're not afraid of that. They don't have an issue with it. They're going to say that America's way better than anybody else. That's, that's, that's the, the one thing that they're going to make very, very, very clear. America and the system we have is so much better. Are they willing to go for socialist ideals? Absolutely they are. This is what you call importing voters. And the Democrats are saying, we'll get 3 million more illegal immigrants into this country by Election Day and keep the onslaught coming. And eventually these people they truly believe are going to get amnesty. There's no reason to believe that they're lying to you because they're, they're, at some point they'll have the, we- the, the willpower, the votes to do it just to, quote, get a deal done. Because the outrage of the American people. And then they can fundamentally change this country. That's their goal. That's their objective. All right. Lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now. And take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose. So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow. See you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.